Well, I was thinking as we were singing here just a little bit ago, and it's a small group today, but where two or more are gathered, he'll come. And so that's it's refreshing to know that Christ is that intimate. And so my name's Tony Stroda. Um, my, my journey started, I'm guessing it was somewhere along the first week in, in September in 1958. And dad probably would have been about done with harvest at that time. And so him and mom must have played around a little bit because <laughs> along about the end of the first week in March, Tony came along. So um, lived with uh, brothers and sister in, a, in the same house my dad grew up in. And I felt blessed to have had that opportunity. Um, then later on in life, my Brenda and I moved into that house and raised our family there. Now our son and kids are there. So that's, it's a blessing. It's a real blessing. And um, yeah, there you go. And you pray for your children and your children's children. Yes, yes. But um, long about 1975, I met a young gal at a dance in Harrisburg and we ended up dating and for a few years and ended up getting married and having a couple of kids and still married to the little gal today. And in spite of me, she hung around. And um, I consider myself um, a good father, or I consider myself a good farmer. And I consider myself an adequate dad and probably less than adequate husband. And um, uh, like I said, I'm fortunate that my wife stuck with me all of the years of being young and raising kids because uh, um, um, my work has uh, always taken a front row seat. And I, the older I get, and the Holy Spirit begins to work in all of us and, and that sanctification is a process and, and I'm not taking any credit other than I'm just older and I don't get as much done. So I probably, that's the reason that I, it, your, your mind begins to think differently. But um, um, being a farmer, one of the things that I'm, I, I understand the, the, in all the gospels, the, it's spoken, Jesus said, told the parable of, the vineyard owner or the king that was going away and going to be gone for a while and 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 he left talents with his employees or servants to invest in to those talents and i feel like our christian my christian walk is just that in that what i I've, i feel very blessed to have grown up in a family where my mom and dad stayed together, my grandparents stayed together, um, our kids, Brenda and I, there was no divorce, um, although there was a time when in our younger life where, where the lure of the world uh, grabbed us and, and we feel very fortunate that God delivered us from that time in our life, still married. And, and um, but in saying all that, how, how fortunate I feel that God has blessed me 
and and not with just those things here on this physical on this earth but but a, an understanding of who he is and a knowledge of Christ and and what he did for me and I I um I I I I want to be that servant that produced much for the for the vineyard owner and um one of one of the challenges that I have is is being comfortable enough to bring up Christ in an in an in a setting that is that that's not amongst a bunch of believers or around maybe strangers or yeah. or worse yet family or friends that you 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 know and you're friends with and I've got a mom and a dad that um, I don't know of their salvation. Um, you know, back when they were kids, did they accept Christ? And that once saved, always saved. But there's 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 the kernels of grain that landed beside the, the rocky path and in the thorns, and some in better soil, and some produced much, and some they withered up because of their surroundings and and um so um i that's a challenge that i've always had and i don't i don't want that to be a challenge i i i i I want to i i pray for boldness and as you guys as i come to mind pray for boldness for me because i i i do i mean 700 years before christ uh, Isaiah spoke of the virgin birth, and 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 it happened. And several hundred years after Isaiah, there was Daniel and talking about the kingdoms of iron and clay and the 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 from Nebuchadnezzar to the Medo-Persians and Alexander the Great and and then the Roman Empire and that's when Christ. And, I mean, all that makes perfect sense, and it's it's documented. It's it's true. I mean, it's it's truth. And so, why, if something is truthful, do I have a challenge sharing that with a non-believer? So, um, that it, that that's that's that is one of my challenges. Um, something I've thought about over my life with is David, um, the story of David and Goliath. He's, he was a giant. I mean, you couldn't, there's no way that you could. And so I, I, I honestly think in all of our lives that we have giants before us. And that is the giant in, in that I had see in, in, in my face and um one of the things that that the the holy spirit's been speaking to me here lately is to live in the the fruit of this live with the fruits of the spirit let that be what is coming out of your life and um the the fruits of the spirit are are love and so what does love look like it's unconditional 
whether it's the person on the street or whether it's your wife, it's there. It's it's love, and then joy. There's nothing more satisfying than having a day where you've just got joy in you. It's it's there's there it's it's very it's a very pleasant um, season when you've got that joy. And peace is the same way. Being comfortable where you're at and 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 peace, um, forgiveness. Um, I mean, we all have people that doggone rascal and, and, but it's, it's Christ forgave every one of us for a multitude of things. And, and so if we want to look like Christ that exude that forgiveness, that that's what I want in me and, um, kindness and, I think about what kindness looks like. It's easy to be kind to a, your grandkids or little children or something like that, but to to be kind to a stranger on the street or or somebody that maybe isn't kind to you. What goodness, um, faithfulness, gentleness, and then self-control, and that's one of the things that I always struggle with is self-control. I mean, somebody says something and it gets your hackles up and instantly you just want to bark back. And, and, but that isn't exhibiting self-control. That isn't exhibiting gentleness. And so I've thought my whole life that rather than speaking of Jesus, I'll just live life in a way that would, people could see Jesus in me. Well, when I'm not living with the fruit of the spirit, they're not they're not going to see that. And and but then on the other side, I don't want to be preaching Jesus and then go bail off and in, in doing something that that gives God a black eye, as the church has done since the beginning of the church. You know, you're, you're cramming something down your throat, but yet next week that person is doing the, the the same same thing yeah I feel like like Moses um, when God came to him and said you're gonna you're gonna be the leader of my people and gonna get him out of bondage and and Moses said no I'm not a good speaker I, I can't that you got the wrong guy God and um, and I'm 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 that I'm I'm that Moses. Um, I'm reading through some notes, and so that's what. Would something about our conscience? I believe when we accept Christ, that that conscience is the Holy Spirit speaking into our life, and and. Um, when when we're aware of we're doing something wrong, then that is that's a time that that Holy Spirit is wooing and tugging at us very gently, and and so um, that's that's where I'm at today. Our lives are pretty fleeting. Um, um, we don't know how many days we've got left, and um, um, even if we live to be a ripe old age. 
our lives are pretty short. We're just grass and flowers that wither the vapor in the morning that just disappears once the sun comes up and and I'm I'm 62 years old and and I can see how quick this has gone by and and it the this last season in my life I want to be fruitful. I want to be that tree planted beside the the stream that is that is producing much fruit. Although I don't feel like I've been that way before. I've, I've, there was a song today I was listening to on Caleb and I didn't get the name of the song, but I jotted this down. I've spent my whole life chasing after what doesn't matter. And that although you do need to get up and go to work every day, but it, it's in the end, it's, it's just rubble. It's, it's all worthless. And it's, it's rare to see in our nation today um, God spoken of in our schools, on the TV, um, uh, in any advertisement, any, anything. And um, God's word is truth. And, and so people need to hear it. And I would hope that the Lord's return would be soon even tonight, but on the other side, there's people around me that I know that haven't accepted Christ, that if God did return tonight, they, they wouldn't have a place in eternity. So um, I, I, want, I want to impact those. So That's about it. This is God's word, so why wouldn't why wouldn't you want to hear it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. Or ghosts or demons, but try to talk about God and everybody. No, 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 no. But they're okay hearing about demons and stuff like that. Why? Mm -hmm. God is good. Demons are bad. So why do you want to you know see about them on the TV every time you watch a movie? Yeah, so why do you want bad? Why can't we talk about good? Mm -hmm. I don't get it at times. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. Maybe that's the secret. We're supposed to be confused and just accept everything and not try to figure everything out. Because once he takes us, we'll figure everything out. Yeah. Does that make any sense? <laughs> no? Yeah. So I, Sometimes I think there is way too much to try to figure out and you just kind of have to sift through yeah. what things are critical and what things would be nice to know if this is right or not but it maybe isn't the one of the essential things yeah. so like not essential to salvation so yeah i definitely agree with you though tony on finding it hard to talk to people because it's mm -hmm. it's so difficult and i think like I've kind of tried even just to share stuff about 
this group and get people from work to come or, or, or just bring people in. And it just takes that one time where you finally get up enough courage to kind of talk about it and say, hey, you, I, it'd be great if you would want to come sometime. And the guy just says, nope, and turns around and walks away. And you're like, jeez. And then the next person, it's that much harder to broach the subject because you just, I mean, the last time you've been totally shut down by, and by somebody that I thought would at least give me a polite no, not nope and turn away and, you know, so it, it does make it hard to, um, reach out to people like that. And I've kind of got to where I'll maybe rather than a direct approach, just in kind of talking to people about what's going on in my life or if they've got something going on I'll just kind of throw in the little well I know God's in control though so at least I feel like I'm just getting like a little seed in there so if then if they want to go farther with it um, it kind of opens a door that they would feel like they could ask but then it seems like those people never do because some plant and some water and some harvest yeah that's true that's it's all good, but I, there's also um, scripture that says if you're if you are unashamed of me, I'll be unashamed of you on that day. And it's kind of like I don't want to be ashamed. Of, no. Of yeah. That, exactly. Yes. Absolutely. But then, like, for my folks, it's kind of like my whole life. You didn't argue with your folks. They told you what to do. You didn't tell them what to do. Right. And so to all of a sudden be in a position where sharing sharing truth with them it's kind of like you know who am I to yeah to instruct my parents right and yeah it's 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 that giant mm-hmm absolutely and sometimes the closer you are to somebody the harder it is yeah. to talk about that especially when you know that they've got oh, some exactly. negative feelings about it so yeah it's and the church has done a great job over the years of offending people. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't yeah. mean the church building the group, the church, it's right. the individual people that that are, yeah. are part of the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Well, and both, because so many of my friends think that all churches are in the business of is to get money, and it's it, and you can talk yourself blue in the face saying, okay, yeah, they're taking this much money, but it's not all going in their pocket. It's going for missions or they're giving to people that need the money or they're doing this and this and this in the community and there's a food bank and you just cannot break through that shell with people when, once they get their mind made up. And that's part of why I love this group because it's not, it's absolutely not about money. And uh, unless we get huge and are able to give Rick a, you know, Rick have a full-time job in a building, then great. Yeah, let's tithe here. But now I, I just, I love being able to tell Todd, that's not what we do. And, you know, and it just can, it kind of shuts him up a little bit. So, yeah. No, this, this setting here is more like a home group. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's, it's small groups more open to sharing or to, yes. to um, um, putting in your two cents. Yeah, absolutely. Church yeah. building, you sit and listen to the preacher and yeah. sing a song and everybody walks out. Right, yeah. It, the, the church isn't just on Sunday. They don't, they, they, you, 
you're you're a believer seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always call it grown up youth group because it reminds me of because youth group was my favorite church ever, and it was so much fun. And this just feels kind of has that youth group feel to it, just because there's that freedom and it's not the high pressure or any of that. Yeah. That thing about the like you had mentioned, what was his name, Isaiah or something, and he said that he described the virgin birth 700 years ago. Imagine what he went through from the people that ridiculed him. And he just had the spirit, and he just kept right on going. Mm -hmm. So how do we find that zest? How do we find that? And in, in several places throughout the Old and New Testament, it's, it, it's, it says that the Spirit of the Lord fell mightily on them, mm -hmm. and they and they 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 spoke, and it's it's kind of like so God. God's in into given words or yeah. authority to individuals uh -huh. that He chooses, and so yeah. I think too that it's all about. The leading of the Lord. It's not a program or uh, how do I put it? Uh, well, this is what we need to do, and we're going to go do this. And, but it's like Paul, you know, in Acts, it said they were going to go into this one country, and the Spirit said, "No, don't go there. Send mm -hmm. them somewhere else." Mm -hmm. Of course, the timing of the Lord is the most important thing, and Sometimes people that we really, really, really want to tell, it's just not the time. It's the time to show them the fruit of the Spirit, love them, accept them where they're at, uh, be kind to them. You know, let them see the fruit of the Spirit. And because uh, we got to admit, the face of Christianity, especially in this country, ain't a real good one. Yeah. There is a lot of greed. Yeah. There is a lot of selfishness. And um, when when people think Christian, that's what they think about. Because mm -hmm. that's all they, ne not necessarily all they think, but it's what gives them an argument to not accept or not listen. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you're... You know, Gail and I first got married, we got we got so excited, we were so into it, and we, it was when Christian TV pretty much just got started, mm -hmm. and it was Jim and Tammy Baker, yeah. mm. when they were on fire for the Lord, mm -hmm. they were young in the Lord, and they got this, the Lord let them, I believe, to do what they did, to start with, but then they got caught up in the whole, we're going to build a college, and we're going to do this, and we're going to get a plane, just, you know, and it was like, it really grieved us, you know, mm -hmm. we felt like something turned up for them, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not judging them in any way, because right. I think that, you know, our country is built, in my opinion, as good as it's built, we've allowed um, these three things, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and a bolt of pride of love. What was the third one? 
boastful pride of life. Okay. It's undergird of our country. It's it's there, you know. Mm -hmm. All our commercials, all our you know, and it bled over into the church, you know, the lust of the flesh. I mean the lust of the eye of gold mm -hmm. chairs on the stage, gold mm -hmm. pulpits, mm -hmm. you know, sixty million dollar planes, yeah. you know, Cadillacs or whatever. Uh, big buildings with just elaborate stuff, parking lots for five acres, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. And the world sees that and it's attributed to all of us at times from people. And it's not an excuse for us not to listen, but it's, a, it's an argument that they can have. And I really feel like that's something in our future yet to be addressed as his people. Um, and I think that, I believe there's going to be a real uh, influx of a crop for the Lord mm -hmm. in our future. Um, it's what motivates me. Mm -hmm. um, I think we ought to feel in our hearts that nobody's off limits for salvation. Right. It's available to everybody. everybody. Yeah. Regardless of race, color, creed, sexual mm -hmm. orientation, drunk, mm -hmm. homeless, drug addict, whatever. Yeah. Some are the ones he's going to go to, I believe, at the end. If the highways and the byways go out and tell them to come in. You know, so that's where my, my desire is uh, in the Lord. Is I want to be part of the party. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want to be, you know, I pray to God we get anointed like they got anointed in the book of Acts. And Me too. I mean, I don't want this for myself, but I would love to see somebody anointed to the place where they walk by somebody that was sick and their shadow healed. Oh, yeah. That absolutely yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. We want to believe the Bible, everything in it. Yeah. Well, that was the early rain. That's the small stuff. It's the latter rain I'm hoping and praying for yeah. that, um, you know, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin mm -hmm. and I'll heal their land. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's my heart. Miracles. We need the Holy Spirit to just do her. Yeah, yeah. And and you know it's in there for me in my heart, but I ain't living it. I, ain't, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like I said earlier. You know, it's all about timing. But we got to believe. We got to have hope in the promise. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yeah. Hope is always about the future. Faith is now. Yeah. We can believe now. Yeah. But we need hope to realize there's a future. Hope is the constant expectation of that which is good. Yeah. And we went down to see the kids this weekend in Roseburg and went to church with them on Sunday down there. And that teaching was in First Peter, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, not just hope, but it's a living hope. 
embrace the hope that we had in the past, the hope that we've got now, and the hope in the future. And mm -hmm. it's, 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 of course, he conveyed it a whole lot better than what I am, but that living hope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And hope is what got us where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Faith got us, kept us moving forward, but hope, hope is, you know, like, just like we sung about our families and their families and mm -hmm. family's families. And Gail and I have been blessed just beyond belief with family. Yeah. Kids and grandkids and great grandkids and they just keep coming. <laughs> but when we were when we were younger, when we first come to the Lord, and when we seen what was going on, actually what brought us to the Lord and I think it had you know, although everything in that book was not necessarily the way things were, it had an effect. There was truth there. And that's the other thing. We're supposed to wade through things, you know, and accept what's good and reject what's false. But we read The Late Great Planet Earth mm. by Hal Lindsey. Hal Lindsey. And I knew it was that the words in there, the Bible, the scriptures, were true. Because I was raised... You know, as a Lutheran, my mom was uh, died in the wool Lutheran, but it was like the Bible was, yeah, this is it, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I read the scriptures, I knew it was true, and I knew I was in a lot of trouble if I didn't, you know, listen to some of this stuff. Yeah. But anyway, why? No, with that. With when that. when we got when we got to talking, we got to thinking about our kids and. You know, just like we're looking now, we see the future, and we go, holy cow. Yeah. You know, my kids, my grandkids, they're going to, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. And we felt that way then. Wow. And I remember one night we, we were laying in bed praying and uh, worshiping the Lord and just talking about it because we were young in the Lord and just fired up, you know. But... For some reason or other, I opened the Bible in Isaiah, and I can't remember exactly where it is, the address of it, but it said, uh, how does it go? I might not even be able to remember it, but, um, oh, Lord, what is it? <laughs> All your children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. Thus is the promise of the servants of the Lord, yeah. and that scripture is—I mean, we still, we're still. He said this, so we, yeah. can, you know, yeah. he's taking care of things. We're yeah. all right. So yeah. Everything's going to be fine. In spite of us. In spite of yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. kidding. A lot of in spite of us. Mm -hmm. Oh, we mishandled our first two kids bad, but they've turned out perfect. <laughs> Thank you, God. Yeah, that's great. But that Hal Lindsey, great, late great planet Earth, I remember Brenda and I went and saw it. And it was, it impacted us enough that we ended up going back again and what took Kirk and Scott or Kelly or workers. And as much of an impact as it made on us, it didn't connect with them. Oh, like, yeah. You know, but I, I shouldn't say that because yeah. the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. sends right. darts in. God's word is a two-edged sword. So yeah, yeah. what what was 
planted at that time that might come to fruit down the road. But it, I mean, it's been a been a lot of years. Yeah. 